Hello Gator Nation and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators, your team every day. I'm your host, Zach Alboverde. What's up Florida fans? Welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators. On today's show, we're going to discuss some Florida football recruiting with Joseph Hastings from GatorsTerritory.com as we recap Florida's junior day, the top targets who were in town, the commitments that Florida landed, and the impact of Tim Brewster on the recruiting trail. And we'll also bring you some comments from Florida coach Dan Mullen on bringing Brewster to UF and why he's so successful as a recruiter. But let's start with Joseph Hastings from GatorsTerritory.com. Here is my conversation with him this week. We're now joined by Joseph Hastings from GatorsTerritory.com to discuss Florida's junior day, all the visitors who made their way to Gainesville, the commitment that Florida landed, and some other good news that they received. Joseph, thanks for joining us once again on Locked On Gators. How's it going, my friend? Hey, Zach, it's going great. Thanks for having me back on again, man. Yeah, absolutely. We were out there all day Saturday in contact with these kids, talking to them as soon as their visits were over with. And a lot of guys that we're going to discuss, make sure everybody stays tuned. Before we get into each individual recruit, Joseph, kind of just give me a rundown of how the overall event went, how successful it was for Florida to have a junior day like this where they had so many top targets in town. Zach, at, at this point, when it comes to junior days, Florida raised the bar with this past one. They were able to get over two dozen prospects on campus, a bunch of members of the top 100 in the consensus rankings. It was a very successful visit. We had one player, Marcus Burke, who's a priority wide receiver target for the Gators. He named Florida as his leader. We had Keanu Coat, who's a pass rusher out of Vero Beach, Florida. He scheduled an official visit as well. Plenty of top targets from uh, different parts of the state, mainly Palmetto, Miami Palmetto Senior High School, with a bunch of those players coming out raving, giving rave reviews about Florida's Junior Day event. We had Amarius Mims, who is one of the top offensive line prospects in the 2021 cycle. He definitely enjoys visit, saying that Florida's up there in his recruitment. So overall, a very successful day for Florida. There are actually probably a little bit more kids than they expected, a little bit more top targets than they had expected, but certainly to another level compared to the February 1st junior day. Yeah, and I think that the fact that they had more visitors in town kind of speaks to how hot the Gators are right now on the recruiting trail. You mentioned Mims. He was definitely one of the bigger names in town came down from the Peach State to visit Gainesville and talk about how his visit went, what he had to say afterwards. Well, he definitely had a great visit. He was able to chop it up with offensive line coach John Hevesy and Dan Mullen himself. Pretty much what Florida emphasized to Mims is that they, they're in desperate need of an offensive tackle. And when you watch Florida's offensive line play last year, you can tell that there are some inconsistencies on different parts of the offensive line, mainly on the tackles, just for giving up stacks. And they weren't able to establish a consistent run game throughout the whole season. So Marius Mims is somebody who, if he were to come to Florida, Florida emphasized to him, he would be three years and out to the NFL draft. He's that talented. Florida thinks very highly of him. Amarius didn't say that Florida will receive an official visit. He's looking to eye OVs to Oregon and Alabama, but Florida's certainly one that's up there in contention for him. Other schools in the mix are Alabama, Clemson, and even though the in-state Georgia Bulldogs appear to be the prohibited favorite for him, the Gators definitely made a strong impression on him. I don't know if you noticed it, but he updated his profile pic on Twitter. It's of him in the Gator uniform, so Florida made a strong impression on him this past weekend. Boom. So take that, Kirby Smart. 
<laughs> Obviously, anytime you get a guy coming down from Georgia who's a UGA target, that's what you want. I mean, you got to win some of those head-to-head battles, and if you can poach a guy from the Peach State, that's something that's going to be a feather in your cap. Let's talk about the IMG Academy defensive end who made his way to Gainesville once again. Janice Adele, five-star prospect. The Gators already have one commitment from IMG Academy, and if Will Coxon sticks, he will be the first player to sign from that school. We'll see if Tanise is going to be able to join him. What did he have to say after his trip, Joe, about spending another day in Gainesville? So back on February 1st, Tanise told us that Ohio State was the only school that was guaranteed to receive an official visit from him. This time around, after checking out Florida's second junior day, he said now that Florida is the only school that's guaranteed to get an OV from him. He's eyeing the weekend of June 6th, and that would be a huge one if Florida can get him on campus, especially with him committing on August 1st. He once again got to spend time with head coach Dan Mullen, defensive line coach David Turner, and he talked to me during our conversation about Kamar Wilcoxon's pursuit of him. Kamar is definitely in his ear. Kamar wants him to commit right now, but Tomite is adamant that he's going to be making his final decision on August 1st. But he came away with all smiles. It was another successful trip. It was a multi-day stay, so Florida definitely has to like their at with Tomite. And him transferring to IMG Academy earlier this year, if he ends up signing with Florida, you'd have to say that's a huge reason as to why, because now they're able to get him on campus a lot more. He's already been on campus twice this year after going only one time in 2019, and now he's going to be potentially taking an official visit. So like I mentioned with Amarius, Florida boosted their stock when it comes to Tamise's recruitment, and it'd be interesting to see if they can get him on campus for that June 6th weekend. We're speaking with Joseph Hastings from GatorsTerritory.com. Now let's discuss the Palmetto prospects, some of the top targets for the Gators in the 2021 class. Let's start with the DB prospects, Collier and Marshall. Those guys made their way to Gainesville. We saw them put on the Florida uniform, post a bunch of pics on Twitter. What did those guys have to say about their visit, and how key was it that Florida got both of those guys in Gainesville at the same time? And not only that they got them on campus at the same time, but the fact that they were able to get them in Friday night and have that kind of two-day stay. As I had mentioned before, the junior day was packed on Saturday. But being able to have them come into Gainesville on Friday night, spend some more quality time with them, some more one-on-one time with them, and show them that they're a priority, that was definitely huge for Florida. So as you mentioned, they took picks. They were raving about the swamp when talking with us. Collier said actually that when discussing where his Palmetto teammates are going to end up and if they might end up at the same school, he said that four of them may end up at the same place. We know Brashard Smith committed to Florida. He's pushing for each of them. So I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that Florida will be able to get each of them on board. I'll switch over to the defensive line, Leonard Taylor, Savion Collins, two of Florida's top defensive tackle prospects in this entire recruiting class. Savion is committed to the University of Miami. He's been for about a year and a half now. So he's going to be a tough pull, but, you know, his aunt and his uncle, they love the University of Florida. It's going to be more about selling his mom on him making that switch to Gainesville, but he definitely likes David Turner. He likes Sam Mullen. He likes the entire coach staff. As for Leonard Taylor, he stopped short of saying that Florida is his leader, but did say that Florida is the school sticking out to him in his recruitment. He's going to take uh, trips to different SEC programs over the spring. His coach told me less than a couple of weeks ago that he wants to check out LSU and Texas A&M. But after our conversation on Saturday, I really do expect him to don the orange and blue at the next level. Now, after having a chance to follow the recruitment of the Palmetto prospects for the past couple months, Joseph, 
two-part question. Is there one or two guys that maybe you feel like Florida is in the best standing with out of all of them? And what is the likelihood that together as a group they all attend the same school? That's the million-dollar question in this recruiting cycle because if Florida is able to pull off that feat and get their five-palmetto prospect targets on board in this cycle, it would be huge. It would rival what they were able to do with Polk County to UF connection that they established over a decade ago. This would be a momentous one because they're all coveted prospects at each of their positions. Collier is one of the top safeties in the nation. Marshall is one of the top cornerbacks in the nation. Uh, Taylor is one of the top defensive tackle prospects in the country. And then Savion is so raw as a prospect because he hasn't played football for so long, but his coach told me that his upside is tremendous. So getting them on board would be huge. I would lean more towards them landing three, two or three out of the five than landing all five of them. But it certainly isn't out of the realm of possibility. And when you look at each of their recruitment, when you're looking at the top schools, Florida is the common one amongst all of them. I don't believe there's a school that shared as much interest between all four of them collectively as the University of Florida. Going back to your first part of your question about uh, what I believe Florida is in the best position for one or two of them, obviously I'm going to go with Leonard Taylor. I, I dropped the future cast prediction for him after the Auburn game. I'm still sticking by that. I believe that Florida is unofficial leader in his recruitment. He isn't ready to name any leaders yet, but I think he's going to take his trips maybe utilize his official visits, but I expect him to get on board with Florida. A couple months ago, if you would have asked me this question, I probably would have said Collier is up there as well, but Clemson has certainly emerged in his recruitment. They're a factor, and Florida, obviously, they've lost some battles to Clemson, but they've also won a key one with Xavier Henderson back in January, so they're going to have to fight them off, but I would say Taylor is the one that Florida's in the best position with as of right now maybe followed by Marshall and then Collier and then Collins. Just because Collins, he told us after the Junior Day event, the main reason why he's committed to the University of Miami is his mother's, her love for the school. So it's going to be more about convincing her to get on board with him going to Florida. That's where he chooses to be. So it's going to be very interesting, Zach. Uh, I know a lot of Florida fans are following these recruitments altogether, each of them. So I would go with maybe three out of the five as of right now, but I could certainly see all five of them going to University of Florida at the next level. We're speaking with Joseph Hastings from GatorsTerritory.com. Great stuff on the Palmetto prospects. Now let's talk about the two tight ends that are committed to the Gators, including one who joined the class over the weekend, and definitely some big news for Florida that they wanted out of their junior day event. No doubt about it. Nick Elksmith's committing. It was around 1 o'clock, so it was during the Junior Day event, and that just automatically boosted it up for Florida fans and how they viewed it in general. He was the one that people were expecting to commit to Florida, just it was more of when he was going to do it. Uh, he announced the Sunday before that he had decommitted from Penn State University. He spoke well about the Gators uh, following a camp performance in Orlando, so he, he was definitely expected to join Florida's class, but to have them on board, Tim Brewster being one of the main factors in securing that commitment, Larry Scott got the ball rolling there. But with Nick Elson's committing, he's a six foot six tight end, very rangy, can catch any ball within his catch radius. You know, he's more of a receiving tight end than a blocking tight end, but I think he fits very well with Florida's system. And they envision him being a Kyle Pitts type of player and so if he gets another year just to kind of see how Florida utilizes Kyle Pitts and him being able to transition into that offense, learn the schemes and all that, I think he could be a very effective tight end for Florida when he joins the class next year. And Joseph, the Gators also have Wilcox committed. 
Can you talk about how both of those guys have decided to pledge to Florida and they're both comfortable being two guys that play the same position in the same class? Well, LT has mentioned to us during our interview that they're actually good friends. They've talked to each other before. They plan on doing the official visit to Florida together. So that definitely shows the kind of relationship that they have. It's not a you committed, I'm going to decommit type of situation. They were perfectly fine with it. And then with Wilcox, yeah, I've mentioned it before, uh, Larry Scott was the person who kind of got the ball rolling with each of the, these um, players' recruitment, and then Brewster was someone who could come in and finish it off and close the deal with each of them. I don't expect any of them to decommit. Obviously, the recruiting process is a crazy one, but both of them are locked in with Florida. They have no plans to visit any other school at this time, so definitely a good situation with tight end for Florida right now. And you mentioned Tim Brewster, Joseph. Final question for you. He has definitely been a hot topic in terms of the Florida football program and its recruiting. We heard Dan Mullen say on Monday the impact that he's had and why he brought him to UF. You heard the guys talk about it on Saturday. You've covered him on the trail the past couple weeks. And we had Corey on to discuss the Tim Brewster effect. From your standpoint, what has it been for Florida and why has he been so successful so early? Well, if you follow his Twitter profile, he has this infectious energy. He's always about the Gators. Anything Florida-related, he's tweeting about it, whether it's Coach Nick Savage, there's them landing the two commitments from Nick Elksness and Gage Wilcox. Tim Brewster's all about Florida right now. So just him being active on the trail, that's a huge part of the recruiting process. How active are you initiating contact with prospects, with being able to make uh, contact with their family, being able to develop those relationships. And when I spoke to a couple of rivals recruiting analysts a couple of weeks ago about Tim Brewster's potential impact with the Gators, they said that his ability to make relationships with each prospect, their family members, that's a huge part of why he's been successful uh, wherever he's been, whether that's at North Carolina, whether that's at Florida State. Brewster's been able to develop connections. He has connections in Texas. He has connections in the Northeast. He obviously has connections in Florida. So his impact is already being felt. He's only been on the job for uh, roughly four weeks. He's made an immediate impact getting two commits on board and also being able to secure an official visit date from five-star running back Zach Evans. So it remains to be seen how many other prospects he'll be able to get on board, but he's off to a great start already. Appreciate Joseph for his time and perspective. And now let's bring you those comments from Florida coach Dan Mullen, who discusses his new tight ends coach, Tim Brewster, why he's so successful as a recruiter, and the history that they have from their time together at Mississippi State. Well, you know, I'd bruise, I mean, he's uh, Bruce a guy I've, I've had on staff before, worked with before. He's got a great personality, great passion for the game. Obviously, he's an excellent tight ends coach. And you look, you know, and, and it was kind of funny when he was with me before, I had him coaching the receivers. Uh, with how when we brought him in so it's great kind of having him now even at his his most comfortable position uh, but a wealth of knowledge and experience as a position coach uh, great personality uh, that I already knew about because I've, I've fit in and it's a great you know fit with the staff I think that's something that's critical of of how you know, a guy fits in with the personality of the staff, and he's a great recruiter for us too. You know, what I mean, and and if you're around Brew and just see his, you know, his attitude and, and he's always got high energy, always excited, and and uh, that's the type of guy I like to have around. And he's he's a great, not only just a great football coach on the field, and you know, a, a dynamic recruiter, but also a great personality within our staff and a great fit. 
But since I've coached with them, you know, I mean, we got a great relationship. So it's someone you always stay in touch with. It's, it's one thing what I do is, you know, I kind of have my list you have to deal with as a head coach, I guess, is you have your list of if this guy leaves, these are the guys that are on my, my, my call list. And so he's always been a guy that's been on my call list. As, as I put the staff together. So, uh, you know, it's pretty easy once the spot came open that there was a guy that was on your list that was really excited to come be part of this program. Uh, it was pretty easy. You called uh, Brewster a dynamic recruiter a minute ago. Yeah. Uh, can you elaborate on that? What makes him so good? Well, I just, I mean, if you ever talk to him, his personality, you know what I mean? I mean, he's, he loves, I mean, he can talk. I mean, he, he comes in a room and his personality kind of, he's, you know, one of those, he can, he takes over the room, you know, I mean, he's one of those, I don't think he's ever walked into a room and not left with more friends than he walked into. And I think, you know, in recruiting that, that certainly helps that kind of that, that personality that he has. That'll do it for the latest edition of Locked on Gators. On today's show, we discuss some Florida football recruiting with Joseph Hastings from GatorsTerritory.com, recapping Junior Day. On tomorrow's show, we'll discuss some Florida basketball as the Gators get ready for the SEC tournament in Nashville. And this wraps up the latest edition of Locked on Gators. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent edition of Locked on Draft Dudes. Have a great day and see you tomorrow.